What if there was a way to hack your brain? To figure out why you're not taking the action you know you need to, and why the action you are taking isn't working? Well, there is. And this podcast is designed to show you how to do that, to see your mind, to coach yourself, and ultimately to create the life and business of your wildest dreams without the hustle or the stress. I'm your host, Elizabeth Salazar. Let's dig in. Hello there, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Oh my goodness, you guys, I just came back from a two-day business retreat in Dallas with Brooke Castillo, and I'm just, as always, blown away. Transformed in my own mind, transformed in my business, and ready to show up and, and bring it to you guys, because I know that I process the information differently than you do, and then Brooke does, and that is the beauty of this work. So today's podcast, I want to share with you one of the sentences she said and really dig into what it looks like in my business now and what it's looked like in my business in the past and exactly how you can do this work for yourself to grow your business. And here's what the phrase was that she said, whatever you have now, you'll only have more of as you grow. I want you to really think about that. I'm going to say it again. Whatever you have now, you're only going to have more of as you grow your business. And so I really want you to think about all of the feelings you have when it comes to your business right now. How do you feel when you think about marketing? When you think about sales? When you think about working with your clients? When you think about growing your business, when you think about stepping out of your business and being a human, how, what's your predominant feelings? Is it something you want more of? Now I want you to think about your money. Now maybe you want more money. You're like, yeah, but the way you spend it, the way that it's currently being allocated Do you want more of that? What if maybe it's the interactions you have with your clients? Do you want more of that? And as I started looking at my business and I started thinking about this stuff, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. (laughs) This one concept. And the reason that Brooke was talking about it is she has this group of people that she mentors as they make a million dollars. And so my thought is, is that, Um, I'm going to be one of those people, right? She's going to invite me to be one of her mentees as I grow my business to a million. And something she said was that she churned people away because when she looked at their business, they weren't ready. And so for myself, I'm like, no, no, I will be ready. And the way that I'm going to get myself ready, the way that I'm becoming the woman who has a million dollar business is by asking these types of questions, finding the answers, and fixing them, right? Like, obviously, I'm currently not a million-dollar woman. Otherwise, I would have that result. So I have to find everything in my life that has me creating the results I have now so that I can begin to grow them and step into that next level. 
So another great example of this and and just this concept, right? Like whatever you have now of, you will only have more of as you grow. It's like marriage. I want you to remember back to when you were younger and you didn't have a husband yet and you were like, oh my gosh, that's going to be the best thing ever, right? I'm going to have somebody to be with. I'm going to have somebody to go to dinner and lunch and cuddle and movies and I'm going to tell them everything and they're going to love to hear about it. (laughs) I laugh at that because my husband, he was telling me something and I'm like, I know, honey. And he's like, hey, I tell you things. You tell me things all the time. I'm going to tell you the same thing too. I was like, yeah, you're right. Keep telling me. (laughs) Right? So you think about this. When when you think about marriage, it's like somebody to be with. You're like, you're going to have somebody to have sex with and it'll just be so fun. Right? And this is what people do with their businesses is they think about that like future business that they want and likely all they think about is like the money they're going to create. They're like, oh my gosh, everything's going to be amazing because I'm going to have all that money and I'm going to have all those clients but you're also going to have all the other stuff. And that's what asking this question helps you clean up now. So that it's not just about like, oh, I will have that. But it's seeing the areas you clean up now to become the person who has it. So this first area I want to touch on is how this applied to my business in the beginning. Because we can talk hypothetically, but you know, the reality is, is that it's much more fun to dig into the real things. So the first thing in my business that I worked on was my obsession. I didn't work on this first, just to be clear, but it's one of the things that I realized wasn't going to come with me on my journey to six figures. And that was an obsession with my business. Now, when I say obsession, I mean that I thought about my business from the moment I fell asleep to the moment I woke up. I was, I got up every day at 5 a.m. I was on my computer. I was talking to people. I was doing stuff. I was reading things, studying things. Um, At night, my husband would come home and I would make dinner and then I would be on my phone, right? Like we'd be sitting on the couch, the kids would be playing and I would be on my phone or I would get my laptop. And there was always a good reason. There was always something that I needed to do. I needed to finish. I needed to be involved in. And because I had that obsession, if I wouldn't have quit, right? Like I still have a little bit, right? Um, But if I hadn't scaled it back, I would still have it now. These things don't go away. These habits of being don't stop because the results in your business change. In fact, I would say I had to change that in order to change the results in my business. And it was simple things. Like last year, I really created a habit of um, taking some time just for myself. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I've always been like, when people talk about self-care, I'm like, yeah, that sounds ridiculous. And so when they talk about baths and like all that, I'm like, no, <laughs> that can't be it. Right. And what I did is I did an in-person day with my coach and we spent two days together and there was a chunk of that time that we went to the spa and we just quieted our minds and we just relaxed and we were pampered. And after that time, what I found was that I had the most inspiration and enthusiasm for my business than I had had in a while. And it felt good. And she just like in that moment said, 
this is the lesson for you. This is what you have to learn. And it's that by stepping out of your business and enjoying your life, you actually create the inspiration and the speed so that when you come back into your life, you do it faster. You do it more powerfully. And as I learned that, I just embraced it. And so I came home from that time and I, I kept setting aside that time and I kept seeing the inspiration come from it. And so I'm still learning this on a deeper level. I'm still learning. And that'll be part of what I talk about in applying my business now. But I had to start that journey. Um, the next thing was I had thoughts about my clients, right? One of the first things I asked in this podcast was about your feelings, And so one of the primary feelings that I had with my clients was probably like worried. I worried that something wouldn't work. I worried they would be disappointed. I worried that I wasn't good enough. And when I started my business, I was doing marketing. And so I was doing something for people. And so I spent a lot of time just in my head and worrying and fretting and spending a lot more time than I needed to because I was trying to overcompensate for something that hadn't actually happened, but I was worried would happen. And so when I think about like, had I kept that place where I kept having thoughts about myself and my clients, I would still have it now. There's always going to be something I could worry about. And yet I had to create the habit of not doing it. Another area is money. So last year in my business, I made $120,000 and I invested 65,000 of it back into my business, but it wasn't coming from a place of like, oh yes, like I have the money or like it was coming from this one thought. And that thought was, I have the money, let's do it. And the way that I've run my life, right? My entire adult life has been to make more money than I spend, It has never come from like, oh, I have this plan and this is going to happen systematically and right. Like, no, never. (laughs) That's never happened for me. And so when I looked back at my year and I looked at like I paid myself two thousand dollars a month because and I had a thought with it, like this is all I can pay myself. There is no other money. There isn't enough. So I had an entire line of thinking around, I made $120,000. I spent half of it, invested it, which was amazing. I would, I would do that all over again, hands down. It helped me to become this person that I am today. But the thinking that I had with it, the lack of a plan, the lack of intentionality, that wasn't something that I want to take with me to a million dollars. Uh, And then the fourth thing that I really was doing in my business in the beginning was I was uncertain what was creating my results. And so really I was feeling uncertain a lot. And I felt really, I felt, oh man, what did I feel? Like terrified maybe, anxious, because I knew I was attracting clients. I knew I was making money, but it felt like it was happening to me. It felt like I was in a busy, you know, area and people were just bumping into me and like, oh my gosh, yes, let's do it. Here's my money. That's how it felt. And so when I thought about how do I replicate this? How do I teach this to my clients? 
And I just was really in that place of like, oh my gosh, I don't know because I don't know how this happened. And I definitely don't know how to recreate it. And if I don't know how I did it, then I like, how am I going to do this again? And maybe this will all go away. And maybe I didn't really create this. And how, who am I to say I can help my clients with this? And so I just want you to think, like if you've ever, like just whatever your own thoughts are, whatever is going through your head right now about your business, it's going to feel true. It's going to feel real, right? That fish does not know they're in water. And you're inside of your stories. We're inside of our heads and everything will feel real. But when I look back at these things, right, like being uncertain in how I created results, in the way I was spending money, in the thoughts and worries I had about my clients, in the amount of time I was spending in my business, these are the things that it's like I'm so thankful that I did that work to not have them so that I've grown to the point now where I can look around and be like, yeah, those aren't even problems anymore, right? So then when I look at like, how is this applying to my business right now? And I wanted to share this with you because it's one thing to just like fast forward and go backwards. It's another to say, okay, so what does this look like in today terms? And so I am focused on creating a million dollar business over the next three years. I'm, I'm not in a hurry. I'm excited, but I know it's going to happen. So I'm just going to do it slow and steady. And I'm just going to create the systems and the processes and like really find the ways that I'm not that person now. And so I've looked at my business and I came up with these three things that I am continuing to work on and go deeper with. So one of them is my money. So I read, like, what did I do? I read the Profit First book. If you haven't read it, it's kind of terrible, actually. Um, Maybe just Google it. I don't know. You kind of have to read the book to get the gist of it. But oh, I read those first few chapters and I'm like, shoot me now. This guy is boring and horrible at storytelling. (laughs) And I don't want to read it. So maybe skip those chapters. Um, But after you get past those first two chapters of that book, he is talking about just breaking your money down by percentages. And I mean, I mentioned earlier, like I've, I've just always out, out earned my spending, but it has always created a sense of uncertainty because there will be times when um, we, we overdraw our bank account because the money's in another account because we're not watching them, we're not paying attention and we don't have like this plan of like, oh, the money transfers on this day and it happens automatically. And so then I have more thoughts about like, oh my gosh, I should be taking better care of this and like, oh, we're spending so much money in fees, right? And I'm spending mental energy worrying about something that I don't need to worry about, right? I can just fix the problem. And so the other thoughts I was having were like, well, how could I ever just decide how much to pay myself for, you know, like, I don't know how much money I'm going to make. I'm an entrepreneur. One month, it might be $7,000 and another month, it might be $25,000. And so in my mind, I was just so like confused (laughs) that I didn't see an answer. And so I have found my answer. Your answer might be different. It's not about us having the same answer. It's about us making that step of feeling intentional to figure it out and then do it. And so what I have planned to do with my money, and I'm going to do it the first time this month still, um, but twice a month, the 10th and the 25th, I'm going to sit down. 
I'm going to look at how much money I've brought in as of that moment in my business. And based on a percentage, I'm going to allocate it to a taxes account, a savings account, an expenses account, and an account where I pay myself. And so I'm going to pay myself more than I have ever paid myself this year. And I'm so excited to do that, right? And to feel very intentional and responsible with my money and my business, Because I'm going to still put so much money aside for expenses, but I'm also going to do it knowing that I'm taking care of me and I'm taking care of my family and that my business is like I'm feeding my business and I'm feeding my family. The second area of my business that I'm applying this to this year is um, like my, my daily schedule. So I bought this planner. It's a Shaleen Johnson 90 day push journal, she calls it. Uh, But it's basically four pages per day and it gives you a chance to write down like what is your number one focus and then what are the three things that you must get done today in relation to it and then gives you another area for like all the other things that are on your mind that need to get done and then on another page you get to write down your schedule for the day and then on another page you get to take notes and then on another page you get to track your your water intake what you ate for the day what time you woke up all of the, the more of the, the health side of things. And so what I've been doing with this is that every night I have been planning my day for the next day, right? Planning my day the next day. <laughs> and I write in like, when are my client appointments? When am I eating lunch? When am I getting ready? What time am I waking up? Um, Like, what are my open times that I need to fill? Okay, now how does that fit with what I need to get done, right? Like, we all have things we want to get done, and so often they just don't happen because we forget to think about them, because it gets pushed to the back burner, because we didn't have time. And so I used to, last year, I spent my entire year just showing up in the day and doing whatever came up. So I would just spend time on Facebook. And then when I got done on Facebook, I would go do something else. And right, like there was no structure to my day. And so sometimes I would get to the end of the day and it was possible that I hadn't actually created a result. I hadn't actually taken steps to get me closer to my goal. And that is something that I want to dial in this year and get very good at planning. Like, okay, I have these two open spaces What am I going to do? What am I going to create? What am I intentionally setting this time aside for? And so for today, I have a two hour chunk of time that I'm thinking about my business and that I'm going to take one action. I'm going to spend a lot of time thinking and planning and working things out and following the stuff I'm doing. And I'm going to take one action inside of that time. And that's all I need to do for two hours because I'm giving myself that space, right? Like to be creative, to be inside of um, just believing and thinking about what's possible and like thinking about my own story and remembering that I am that person. And so it's not always easy. There are days when I'm like, crap, I got on Facebook and I just, I was there for like an hour. What did I even do? Or other days that my brain's like, let's go to Starbucks. And then, you know, the other part of my brain's like, yeah, but that's not on the schedule. And then the other part of my brain's like, yeah, but we've got time. Come on. And then next thing you know, I'm in the car driving to Starbucks and I'm 45 minutes off of my plan. Right? And so 
it's not that I'm perfect at it. It's that I'm learning to become this person. Because million dollar Elizabeth, she has a schedule for her day. She sticks to it. She honors her time. She honors the time of other people. And she knows what she's creating and she's getting it done. The third area of my life that I'm really working on, because I mean, again, right? Like I think about this statement, whatever you have now, you're only going to have more of as you grow. And so the third big area of my life and my business is that transition. That transition for me from business to life. Because I really don't want to look up and have a million dollar business, but feel distant from my husband. Yeah, I don't want to have my kids living around me but not engaged with me. And I don't want to find that I'm only getting pleasure from my business. And so I have to change it now. I mean, I just got back from Dallas and and one of the things I, I was just aware of, right? I'm just the observer of what was happening. And it was that I was so excited about everything in my business that I spent the whole plane ride thinking about my business. And then I got home And it was a Sunday, and so I just kept thinking about my business. And then Monday came, and I kept thinking about my business. And then Tuesday came. But you know what I'm not thinking about when I'm thinking about my business? I'm not thinking about how amazing my husband is. I'm not thinking about how I can't wait to hold him and to kiss him. And Oh, I'll stop there. (laughs) I'm not thinking about my children I'm not thinking about holding them or playing Candyland with them. I'm not thinking about like cutting out little eggs to decorate the house for Easter. I'm not thinking about playing dolls with them and talking to them about how things are going and all the fun things they did with their daddy. I'm just thinking about my business. And so I'm missing out on connecting at an even deeper level with my family. And with my life. And I'm forgetting that when I check out of my business, that it creates the biggest results for me. And so that's the biggest thing for me right now. Those three areas are what I'm working on. Because as I grow a million dollar business, I want to make sure that I have everything that I want to have more of when I get there. So one of the other things that Brooke said was, You can't grow a business without growing the leader first. And I was just like blown away by that too. I mean, really everything, obviously. (laughs) But it's so true. Like we have to grow as people in order to grow our business. We can't create it from like what we've done in the past. We can't create it from, you know, learning to be, like do the things we same the same things we did. We have to do it by learning to be a new person. And it starts in these very small shifts. These small shifts are going to be what creates that next version of you. So your homework. Stop the podcast, well you know, after I finish the sentence. <laughs> and grab a pen and paper, and I want you to ask yourself, what Will I only have more of as I grow my business? And just go there. Flush it out. Write it down. Be honest with yourself 
about what is in your business right now that you do not want to take with you to your next goal. And this is going to be feelings. This is going to be thoughts. This is going to be situations. This is going to be how you handle things. This is going to be like your way of like balancing and managing things. Go into every single piece of it and then just grab one or two and and look at like, okay, what do I need to do? What does the person who has what I want do in this situation? So, right, I told you about like million dollar Elizabeth. She is not spending money just because it's in her account. (laughs) Million dollar Elizabeth doesn't wake up in the morning like, huh, I wonder what I'll do today. Million dollar Elizabeth doesn't spend her entire day working. And so what is that for you? Figure that out, write it down, and change your life. I will see you next week. Thank you for tuning into today's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Before you go, take a minute and leave a review and hit that subscribe button. (laughs) These are actually the only two ways that I have to know who's on the other end. And so if you haven't already, do those things and I'll see you next time. And I'll see you next time.